0: From God, our Father, from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, would you pray with me? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for once again gathering us together in your presence around your word to receive your gifts, forgiveness, grace, mercy, gifts that come from nowhere else. We pray you work by your Holy Spirit, remove distractions from our hearts and minds, point us ever to Jesus. In his name we pray, Amen. You looking at? That's kind of how I imagine. Actually, the two angels walking up to the disciples as Jesus has just ascended up after forty days of opening their minds to the scriptures from the Old Testament to the Psalms uh, to the prophets, everything that they had read about and learned as good Jewish boys growing up in the synagogue and learning all of their scriptures and readings and everything else, and then walking for three years of Jesus's ministry, watching him. Teach and heal and guide and direct and correct and raise people up and then literally raise people up from the dead even with Lazarus. And then 40 days worth of him opening their minds to all of that and then gathering to get them together on the hill over by Bethany and saying, I'm going to go away, but I'll come back. And as he ascends up, taken out of their sight, standing there. Looking at one another, looking up, a little confused, dumbfounded. And then these two guys standing next to him in white. I just imagine him kind of stopping for a second, looking up, looking at the guys. What are you looking at? More appropriately, maybe, what are you looking for? Why do you stand there peering into heaven? Jesus, whom you know, not gone from you. Well, he's gone from you. But he's not gone. He's going to send you a comforter. He's going to send you more to do. He hasn't left you on your own. So, guys, why do you stand here? What are you looking for? Are you looking for the glory of God? This glory that just wrapped Jesus up. This cloud that came around Jesus. Remember clouds throughout scripture. What does God's presence look like on Mount Sinai? Cloud. What does God's presence look like as he speaks in the tabernacle to his people? Cloud. What does God's presence look like as he led people after the exodus through the wilderness and everywhere else during the day by a cloud? God's presence look like at Jesus' baptism, a voice thundering from the cloud? What does God's presence look like at the transfiguration when Peter, James, and John are standing up there, and they see Moses and Elijah, and they see a voice come from the cloud? Now, we've got Jesus wrapped up in the glory of God in this cloud, taken from their sight. Humanity brought into the presence of God. Again, just like at creation, just like with Adam and Eve when God would walk in the cool of the garden with his people, and now his very own son who was from eternity and took on flesh and rose from the dead in a perfect, redeemed humanity, physical, tangible, present with his people, and now that same Jesus, body and all in the presence of the Father, ascended to the right hand of the Father to be there as voice over all creation. The word of God there to reign and to rule and to guide his church. And the only question that the disciples have as he goes up is, so you're bringing the kingdom back to Israel now? Well, no, that's a different kind of glory. And as those angels stood next to the disciples and they wonder, and he asked them, right, what are you looking at? What are you looking at? Four, why do you peer up into the heavens? Are you hoping that some kind of glorious thing is going to happen at this moment and be handed down to you once again? Because it's not. Jesus told you to go. Go back to Jerusalem. Hang out for the Holy Spirit. And after that, go. Teach. Preach. Baptize. Bring people the word of God that comes from nowhere else. This word that does what nothing else can do. This word. It draws us to focus upon the fact that we are not perfect, that we have broken the Lord's commandments, that we have put other things in God's place, and that we stand peering up into the heavens, asking questions and wondering why God has not shown his glory to us, and we want it. We want him to do something. We want him to show his power. We want him maybe even give a little bit of that to us so that, you know, we could always be right or something. But that's not how it works. That's the wrong kingdom. That beautiful kingdom of God, that active reign and rule of God looks so much different than power and glory. That active reign and rule of God looks like forgiveness, sometimes suffering. It's like love, it's like taking care of one another. And yes, those are all things that we are called to do as the church. It Also looks like God forgiving you. We always want to peer through the heavens and look into the glory of heaven and into God's glory and wonder what that glory looks like. And God sends us his Holy Spirit and says, stop looking for my glory. Look to the cross. Look to the empty grave. Look what my love looks like. It looks like this Jesus died and risen Again, for your forgiveness so that your sins would be done away with. It looks like Jesus wrapped up in bread and wine and placed into your hands. It looks like my word spoken over you in baptism where promises are washed over you to claim you as God's child. That's God's kingdom. That's what it looks like for him to work in ways that no one else can. As we celebrate the ascension today today and we wonder when Christ is coming back, and we wonder what day it's going to look like, and what that time is going to look like, we hear Jesus' words again. It's not time for you to know the times or seasons of the Father, or about how he's going to work. Just know, I'm with you at the end of the age. I will never leave you, nor forsake you. You're mine. You're mine because I made it happen. You're mine and always will be until the day that Christ comes once again. As he stands there in our humanity before the Father, he will then come again and God's presence will come into our humanity here. And that will be the time when God's kingdom is fully present and active and reigning where there are no more tears, no more sorrows, yet every one of those children of God baptized in his name, raised from the dead, walking along in God's presence as there is no division anymore between humanity and divinity, but they live together in one as God comes back and brings the new Jerusalem into the new creation, and heaven and earth are overlaid once again in one place where we get to walk in God's presence forgiven, and redeemed. What a beautiful day. When it'll happen? No idea. Is God separated from us until that day? By no means. He's always present with you. Present with you by his spirit. Present with you here as he gathers you into his presence. In fact, if you ever want a little image of what heaven looks like, show up here on a Sunday morning. God's presence in the midst of his people for forgiveness and grace. That's heaven. And he hands it to you freely, through Jesus. Amen. Pray with me, Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your grace that you have given to us and haven't even asked a single work from us. You forgive us despite our sins. We pray, Lord, that you would guide us by your Holy Spirit. Prepare our hearts and minds to ever know that you are with us and that you call us together into your presence and we look forward to that day. We will see you, Jesus, face to face in your precious name.